The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. The week marches on. It's day four of the Relevant Radio Summer Pledge Drive. Reach out and respond. Good morning. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, August 19th, 2021, Thursday of the 20th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary, and it's the optional memorial of St. John Eudes. Born in 1680, ordained a priest at the age of 24, he founded the Eudists, the Congregation of Jesus and Mary, devoted to the formation of the clergy by conducting diocesan seminaries. John Eudes is probably best known for the central theme of his writings, Jesus as the source of holiness, Mary as the model of Christian life. He died in 1680, St. John Eudes. Pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee, that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for the Church, that she may receive from the Holy Spirit the grace and strength to reform herself in the light of the Gospel. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. How much we all love weddings. They get us all so excited. So many books and novels finish with a wedding. I think, for example, of the novels of Jane Austen. As one author explained in an article about Jane Austen, all six of Jane Austen's novels end with weddings. And she goes through each one. For example, on the final page of Northanger Abbey, readers are informed that Henry and Catherine were married. The bells rang and everybody smiled. In Sense and Sensibility, we're told how Eleanor and Edward are married in Barton Church early in the autumn and Marianne is placed in a new home with Colonel Brandon. In Pride and Prejudice, we learn that Mrs. Bennet gets rid of her two most deserving daughters on the same day. Mansfield Park ends with Fanny and Edmund married, and their happiness, Jane Austen tells us, as secure as earthly happiness can be. In Emma, the character of the title, and Mr. Knightley are wed with no taste for finery or parade, but with perfect happiness in their union. And finally, in Persuasion, Anne Elliot, tenderness itself, is married to Captain Wentworth in the last chapter. And of course, if Jane Austen talked about all these weddings, it's because people love them. When British television produced a televised series of Pride and Prejudice, millions of people tuned in to the last episode, the episode of The Marriage. It was one of the most watched programmes on British television at that time. We all love a wedding. And if I talk about this, it's because a wedding comes up in today's gospel. 
And yet, this time, although it starts well, it soon becomes very unsettling. Indeed, the more you look at today's gospel, the more it unsettles. It's almost like a horror movie, where everything starts nicely, but ends in a bloodbath. Holy Spirit, we pray that you may enlighten us. What is Jesus telling us in this parable? The parable that our Lord tells us begins with these words. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a feast for his son's wedding. That sounds great, doesn't it? Very exciting, a wedding, a feast for his son's wedding. But then what happens? Well, there's a striking lack of interest on the part of all those invited. He sent his servants to call those who'd been invited, but they would not come. Okay, fair enough. But then the king sends more servants. Tell those who have been invited, he said, that I have my banquet all prepared. My oxen and fatted cattle have been slaughtered. Everything is ready. Come to the wedding. But then we're told, but they were not interested. It really is striking. How odd not to go to a wedding. If you invite somebody to a wedding and they don't come, they come back with some excuse. Unless you know it's really genuine, and then you understand. But if, it's, if you have any reason to suspect that it's not genuine, you'd be very offended. What does this text tell us about those people who refuse the invitation? What does it tell us about their relationship with the king? What does the text tell us about the king himself? Holy Spirit, enlighten us. Anyway, they all come back with their different ways of being not interested. One went off to his farm, another to his business, and the rest, and this is the striking bit, seized his servants, maltreated them, and killed them. Wow, this is turning dark. They killed the servants. So what are we talking about? This is a king who might have sent servants off to a lot of people. How many servants were killed? Maybe 10, 20, 30. But then what happens? The king was furious. He dispatched his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burnt their town. This is getting darker and more violent. He destroyed those murderers, maybe some dozen of them, and maybe various dozens, maybe, maybe up to a hundred, who knows. But then he burns the towns. Is this trying to tell us about God? No, Lord, this is not you. Perhaps there are hundreds of people could, be, could have been affected, not necessarily killed, but made homeless, forced to wander the streets in misery. And then the story gets even more curious. He said to his servants, the wedding is ready, but as those who were invited proved to be unworthy, go to the crossroads in the town and invite everyone you can find to the wedding. Jesus, again, what are you telling us here? What is the, the mystery? This is so curious. This king who now invites anybody. And yet, again, we go from mystery to mystery. So they went out and invited all sorts of people, everyone they could find, bad and good alike. And the wedding was filled with guests. But when the king came in to look at the guests, he noticed one man who was not wearing a wedding garment. And he said to him, how did you get in here, my friend, without a wedding garment? Again, another mysterious passage. This man who comes dressed any old house. Just imagine you were getting married and somebody's there in scruffy jeans and a hoodie, dishevelled, perhaps with a baseball cap, dirty trainers. Yes, you'd perhaps, if you were being married that day with everybody else carefully dressed, and that person was there so casually dressed, you'd be offended. But Jesus, we want to enter more into your parable. Jesus, you are a great storyteller. And this story tells us a lot about the condition of the time, the violence of the time. It tells us something about history, the violence of history. 
It tells us something about the relationship of man with God. The Lord God, you invite us to your feast, but your invitation is not accepted. But it's a wedding feast. People forget that. People decline God's invitation as if he was calling them to hard labour. No, Lord God, you're calling us to a wedding feast. History will end with an eternal wedding feast in heaven. But yes, it does tell us that God will punish those who reject his invitation. And actually, this parable is primarily to Israel. This is the story of ancient Israel, how they rejected God's invitation, the servants he sent to them, the prophets. And yes, as a result of them rejecting the prophets and sometimes killing the prophets, God allowed Israel to be punished by being invaded. And that would have led to a lot of killing and homes and and towns being burned down. So there is, if you like, a global sweep of history. God allows us to be punished if we reject his call. But that's just him respecting freedom. He allows evil to take its course. The wedding feast, when everybody is invited, is the church following Israel's rejection of the invitation. And that man without the garment is possibly the lukewarm person. Again, as I said, if you invited people to a feast and somebody came so scruffily dressed, you'd be offended. It's an insult, isn't it? We might be sinners, but we need love. God can deal with anything except lukewarmness, except indifference. Lord, you'll forgive us our sins, our failings, as long as we don't just treat you any old how, casually. And here we learn about the danger of lukewarmness, being neither hot nor cold. God tells us that in the book of Revelation. Would that you are hot or cold, but because you are neither hot nor cold, you are lukewarm, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Lukewarmness is when our love grows cold. And there is a real danger of lukewarmness that we can face in our Christian life. We come to Mass late and scruffy. We treat God carelessly. Our grace before and after meals is distracted. We get used to God. We treat him carelessly. The apostles were full of weakness, but they weren't careless. Lord Jesus, you finish with these words. For many are called, but few are chosen. Catholics who can't be bothered, who do the minimum, who allow their love to grow cold. That can happen in marriage, can't it? In marriage, spouses can deal with all sorts of defects on the part of their husband or wife. But as long as they make an effort when it matters, you know, there's some big event and at least he or she puts on some nice clothes, makes an effort to smile. In confession, our wedding garment is restored. We put it on again. In our time of prayer, we put on the Christ Jesus. Our Lady, our Mother, keeps us well-dressed with the garments of love. St. Paul tells us that on all our garments, we need to put over them love. Let's find ways to love and to renew our love, to tell God that we love him, even when our deeds seem to suggest the contrary, that we fell, we've been sinners. Mary will clean and mend our clothes, the clothes of love, and make sure that we wear the right garments for the right occasion, so that with all our weaknesses, we're still trying to show love, to give love, to inject love into our Christian life. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak. 
Good morning, early birds. Before you get the worm, uh, get all you need to know here at Relevant Radio. Thanks for joining us for the Reach Out and Respond Pledge Drive. There's more of Daybreak coming up in just a moment. But first, a great opportunity for you to give. Bright and early or bright and late, whichever end of the day this is for you. Our number is 877-291-0123. You can make a pledge safely and securely, quickly and easily at RelevantRadio.com or the mobile app as well. More and more folks give electronically each and every pledge drive. It's an easy and uh, safe way to go. We appreciate your gift in any amount. Uh, Think about how God has blessed you. He provides enough for you, for your family, and the work of the church, and we strive to do that day in and day out here at Relevant Radio. That's why we can come to you and say, let's do this together. We're working on this together. We're helping to promote the faith together, to build one another up together. We helped each other get through so much of uh, the weird last year and a half we've had, and who knows how many challenges there are out there in the future, but we know with Christ with us, no challenge is too big. Help us to continue to spread that good news, won't you? 877-291-0123. Paul, or online at RelevantRadio.com. I know a lot of you have suffered the pain and heartache of a child or another loved one who has left the faith. Well, how could life in heaven be happy if the one I love is not present? In this book, The St. Monica Club, How to Wait, Hope, and Pray for Your Fallen Away Loved Ones, Maggie Green shows you how you can faithfully Follow the example of St. Monica, the mother of St. Augustine, and it's yours at just the dollar-a-day level if you pledge now at RelevantRadio.com, on the Relevant Radio app, or at 877-291-0123. We have other thank-you gifts available, too. Check them out at RelevantRadio.com, but please help us now. Our need is $2.7 million to take us through the next three months. Call 877-291-0123. Pledge online at therelevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. 16 past the hour, it's daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its fruit, For God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength 
and the light of your face. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them, you uprooted the nations. To let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. It is you, my king, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, we beat down our foes. In your name, we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Their Their own strength could not save them. It was was your strength and the light of your face. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter, and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing, and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations, you make us a byword. Among the peoples, a thing of derision. All day long, my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame at the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now. now. And and will be forever. Amen. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Arise, Lord. Do not abandon us forever. This befell us that we had not forgotten you, that we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows, and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God, or stretched out our hands to another God? Would not God have found this out, he who knows the secrets of the heart? It is for you we face death all day long, and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord, why do you sleep? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Arise, Lord, do not abandon us forever. Let the light of your face shine on me, O Lord. Teach me your ways of holiness. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, a spirit of wisdom and of understanding, a spirit of counsel and of strength, a spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord, and his delight shall be the fear of the Lord. Not by appearance shall he judge, nor by hearsay shall he decide, but he shall judge the poor with justice and decide aright for the lands afflicted. He shall strike the ruthless with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Justice shall be the band around his waist, and faithfulness a belt upon his hips. Then the wolf shall be a guest of the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid. The calf and the young lion shall browse together, with a little child to guide them. The cow and the bear shall be neighbors. Together their young shall rest. The lion shall eat hay like the ox. The baby shall play by the cobra's den, and the child lay his hand on the adder's lair. There shall be no harm or ruin on all my holy mountain. For the earth shall be filled with knowledge of the Lord as water covers the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse set up as a signal for the nations. The Gentiles shall seek out, for his dwelling shall be glorious. On that day, the Lord shall again take it in hand to reclaim the remnant of his people that is left from Assyria and Egypt, Pathros, Ethiopia, and Elam, Shinar, Hamath, and the Isles of the Sea. He shall raise the signal to the nations and gather the outcasts of Israel. The dispersed of Judah he shall assemble from the four corners of the earth. The envy of Ephraim shall pass away, and the rivalry of Judah be removed. Ephraim shall not be jealous of Judah, and Judah shall not be hostile to Ephraim. But they shall swoop down on the foothills of the Philistines to the west. Together they shall plunder Ketamites, Edom, and Moab shall be their possessions, and the Ammonites their subjects. The Lord shall dry up the tongue of the sea of Egypt, and wave his hand over the Euphrates in his fierce anger, and shatter it into seven streamlets, so that it can be crossed in sandals. There shall be a highway for the remnant of his people that is left from Assyria, as there was for Israel when he came up from the land of Egypt." You will depart with joy. You will be led away in peace. Mountains and hills will break into joyful song before you, and all the trees of the forest will clap their hands. There will be a highway for the remnant of my people, as there was for Israel when they came out of the land of Egypt. Mountains and hills will break into joyful song before you, and all the trees of the forest will clap their hands. A reading from a treatise on the Hail Mary by Baldwin of Canterbury, Bishop. 
Every day we devoutly greet the Most Blessed Virgin Mary with the angel's greeting, and we usually add, Blessed is the fruit of your womb. After she was greeted by the Virgin, Elizabeth added this phrase as if she were echoing the salutation of the angel, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. This is the fruit of which Isaiah spoke. On that day, the shoot of the Lord shall be splendid and radiant, the sublime fruit of the earth. What is the fruit but the Holy One of Israel, the seed of Abraham, the shoot of the Lord, the flower arising from the root of Jesse, the fruit of life, whom we have shared? Blessed surely in seed, and blessed in the shoot, blessed in the flower, blessed in the gift, finally, blessed in thanksgiving and praise. Christ, the seed of Abraham, was brought forth from the seed of David into the flesh. He alone among men is found perfected in every good quality, for the Spirit was given to him without measure, so that he alone could fulfill all justice. For his justice is sufficient for all nations, according to the Scriptures. As the earth brings forth its buds, and as the garden germinates its own seed, so the Lord God shall bring forth justice and praise before all the nations. For this is the shoot of justice, which the flower of glory adorns with its blessings when it is grown. But how great is this glory! How can anyone think of anything more glorious, or rather, how can anyone conceive of this at all? For the flower rises from the root of Jesse. You ask, how far? Surely it rises even to the highest place, because Jesus Christ is in the glory of God the Father. His magnificence is elevated above the heavens, so that He, the issue of the Lord, is splendid and glorious, the sublime fruit of the earth. But what is our benefit from this fruit? What other than the fruit of blessing from the blessed fruit? From this seed, this shoot, this flower, surely the fruit of blessing comes forth. It has come even to us. First, as a seed, it is planted through the grace of pardon, then germinated with the increase of perfection, and finally it flowers in the hope, or the attainment of glory. For the fruit was blessed by God, and in God, so that God may be glorified through it. For us, too, the fruit was blessed, so that blessed by God we may be glorified in Him, through the promise spoken to Abraham. God made the fruit a blessing for all nations. The root of Jesse will appear and will rise up to rule the nations. In him will the Gentiles place their trust. May his name be praised forever. In his days, justice will flourish and peace will abound. May, may his name be praised forever. God our Father, may we love you in all things and above all things and reach the joy you have prepared for us beyond all our imagining. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Half past the hour, today's gospel is coming right up. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Thursday, August 19th, 2021, Thursday of the 20th week in Ordinary Time. 
Today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, has the Lord telling us the parable of the wedding feast. It's from the 22nd chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. And again, Jesus spoke to them in parables. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a marriage feast for his son and sent his servants to call those who were invited to the marriage feast, but they would not come. Again, he sent other servants saying, tell those who are invited, behold, I have made ready my dinner. My oxen and my fat calves are killed and everything is ready. Come to the marriage feast. But they made light of it and went off, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his servants, treated them shamefully, and killed them. The king was angry, and he sent his troops and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore to the thoroughfares and invite to the marriage feast as many as you find. And those servants went out into the streets and gathered all whom they found, both bad and good, so the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to look at the guests, he saw there a man who had no wedding garment. And he said to him, Friend, how did you get in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot, and cast him into the outer darkness. There men will weep and gnash their teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. You'll find all of the daily mass readings on the relevant radio app. The app is free. You'll find it on your app store. Well, Jesus is calling us to the wedding feast. And the question is, how do we respond? Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. In many of our Lord's parables, we find an insistent invitation to us all, to each one according to his or her own circumstances. Today, we read about a king who prepares a wedding feast for his son and sends out his servants to call those who have been invited. The image of the banquet was quite familiar to the Jewish people. The prophets had foretold that with the coming of the Messiah, Yahweh would prepare a wondrous feast for all nations. He would get ready a feast of fat things, a feast of wine on the lees, of fat things full of marrow, of wine on the lees well refined. The banquet signifies the plenitude of goodness that flows from the incarnation and the redemption and the priceless gift of the blessed Eucharist. In this parable, Jesus illustrates how we often respond coldly and indifferently to God's generosity. He sent his servants to call the guests, but they didn't want to come. In our Lord's telling of this parable, there's a note of sadness, foreseeing as he does the many excuses that will be made to him over the centuries. The carefully prepared food stays on the table, and the room remains empty, because Jesus 
does not compel anyone to come. The king sends his servants out once more. Tell those who were invited, Behold, I have made ready my dinner. My oxen and my fat calves are killed, and everything is ready. Come to the marriage feast. However, the guests pay not the slightest heed. One goes off to his farm, another to whatever else is his business. Others not only reject the invitation, but revolt against the king. The rest seized his servants, treated them shamefully, and killed them. They react violently to the invitation of love. Jesus calls us to come closer to him to a greater level of commitment and confidence. Every day he invites us to the table he has prepared. He both invites us and gives himself as food. The great banquet is, of course, a symbol of Holy Communion. Jesus is the food we need for our sustenance. He is the remedy for our daily needs, without which our souls would weaken and die. Jesus awaits us every day, hidden under the appearances of bread, so that we can go and receive him full of love and gratitude. The wedding is ready, he tells us. But many are absent, because they don't appreciate the most wonderful marvel of the Blessed Eucharist. They respond to our Lord's invitation with a variety of silly excuses, because they don't appreciate what love there is in every communion. St. John Chrysostom exhorts us, Consider the great honor done to you and the table of which you partake. He whom the angels tremble to behold, unable to look upon him face to face because of the brightness he radiates, is the one with whom we feed ourselves, mingling with him and becoming one body and flesh with Christ. Many will absent themselves, and so he expects us to be present. He desires with an intensity we can scarcely imagine that we receive him with great love and joy. He sends us out to call others. Go, therefore, to the thoroughfares and invite to the marriage feast as many as you find. He expects many and sends us out to do a loving, patient, and effective apostolate and to teach our many friends and acquaintances what an uncontainable joy it is to find Christ. Perhaps this is what happened to us. Remember when you were called at a crossroads? And what were you like then? Limp and lame of soul, which is much worse than any physical deformity. However, our merciful Lord wanted to have us close to him. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore, either in individual volumes or in a seven-volume box set. And if they don't have it, they can probably order it for you. It's now 20 minutes before the hour. We'll pray morning prayer next. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Reach out and respond. The Relevant Radio Summer Pledge Drive is underway. We've been asking you a lot lately to, if you can, Give online. We always have people waiting for your call at 877-291-0123. But if you can, give online. And why? Well, it's faster than calling, easy and extremely secure, and it guarantees that you can make your donation even if all of the phone lines are busy. We just have a limited number of phone lines. Volunteers are available to take calls at any one time, but there is no limit to how many online donations we can receive at any moment. So check it out. If you haven't tried it before, try it today. 
pledge online at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. The app, of course, it's free. You'll find it on your app store. Or you can always call 877-291-0123, but please pledge now, reach out, and respond. Oh, you got to have that app on your phone. So many good things on there. In addition to being able to listen live to Relevant Radio, you can listen back anytime you want to the different programs, access to tons of different prayers and uh, great tools to enhance your faith. The Relevant Radio mobile app, absolutely free. But Relevant Radio, well, it's free for you to turn it on, but of course there are costs involved in uh, putting on a nationwide network staffed with folks 24-7 to keep the good news going and pumping through the airwaves on over 100 stations around the U.S. and around the globe online at relevantradio.com. That's what we come to you four different times a year and ask you to help. Asking you this week to reach out and respond and help wipe out our need of $2.7 million. That'll keep us going strong for three more months. Tomorrow is the final day of the Relevant Radio Pledge Drive. And got a long way to go. We'll get there, but not without your help. You are one of the world's greatest listeners, and we appreciate you so much. And uh, again, how to give? Call 877-291-0123. Give on the mobile app or online. Simply punch in relevantradio.com. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday of the 20th week in Ordinary Time, August 19th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
I will sing to you, O Lord. I will learn from you the way of perfection. I will sing to you, O Lord. I will learn from you the way of perfection. My song is of mercy and justice. I sing to you, O Lord. I will walk in the way of perfection. Oh, when, Lord, will you come? I will walk with blameless heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes whatever is base. I will hate the ways of the crooked. They shall not be my friends. The false-hearted must keep far away. The wicked I disown. The man who slanders his neighbor in secret I will bring to silence. The man of proud looks and haughty heart I will never endure. I look to the faithful in the land that they may dwell with me. He who walks in the way of perfection shall be my friend. No man who practices deceit shall live within my house. No man who utters lies shall stand before my eyes. Morning by morning, I will silence all the wicked in the land, uprooting from the city of the Lord all who do evil. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. So that your people may walk in innocence, you came to us, Lord Jesus, and told us to be holy, as your Father is holy. Help your children to love what is truly perfect, so that we may neither speak what is evil nor do what is wrong. Let us stand in your sight and celebrate with you the Father's love and justice. I will will sing sing to you, you, O Lord. I will will learn learn from you the way way of perfection. Lord, do not withhold your compassion from us. Lord, do not withhold your compassion from us. Blessed are you and praiseworthy, O Lord, the God of our fathers, and glorious forever is your name. For you are just in all you have done. All your deeds are faultless, all your ways right, and all your judgments proper. For we have sinned and transgressed by departing from you, and we have done every kind of evil. For your name's sake, do not deliver us up forever, or make void your covenant. Do not take away your mercy from us, for the sake of Abraham, your beloved, Isaac, your servant, and Israel, your Holy One, to whom you promised to multiply their offspring like the stars of heaven or the sand on the shore of the sea. For we are reduced, O Lord, beyond any other nation, brought low everywhere in the world this day. 
because of our sins. We have in our day no prince, prophet, or leader, no holocaust, sacrifice, oblation, or incense, no place to offer first fruits to find favor with you. But with contrite heart and humble spirit, let us be received, as though it were holocausts of rams and bullocks, or thousands of fat lambs. So let our sacrifice be in your presence today as we follow you unreservedly. For those who trust in you cannot be put to shame. And now we follow you with our whole heart. We fear you, and we pray to you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, do not withhold your compassion from us. O God, I will sing to you a new song. O God, I will sing to you a new song. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my arms for battle, who prepares my hands for war. He is my love, my fortress. He is my stronghold, my savior, my shield, my place of refuge. He brings people under my rule. Lord, what is man that you care for him? Mortal man that you keep him in mind. Man who is merely a breath, whose life fades like a passing shadow. Lower your heavens and come down. Touch the mountains. Breathe them in smoke. Flash your lightnings. Rout the foe. Shoot your arrows and put them to flight. Reach down from heaven and save me. Draw me out of the mighty waters, from the hands of alien foes whose mouths are filled with lies, whose hands are raised in perjury. To you, O God, will I sing a new song. I will play on the ten-stringed harp to you who give kings their victory, who set David, your servant, free. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, God of strength, you gave your Son victory over death. Direct your Church's fight against evil in the world. Clothe us with the weapons of light, and unite us under the one banner of love, that we may receive our eternal reward after the battle of earthly life. O God, I will will sing to you a new song. A reading from Isaiah. All you who are thirsty, come to the water. You who have no money, come. Receive grain and eat. Come without paying and without cost. Drink wine and milk. 
the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, Lord, listen listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Dawn finds me watching, crying out for you. All my trust trust is is in your promise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, Lord, listen listen to to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, Save us from the hands of all who hate us. To the God who gives us the joy of praising him this morning and who strengthens our hope, let us pray. Hear us, O Lord, for the glory of your name. Hear Hear us, O Lord, for the the glory of your name. We thank you, God and Father of Jesus, our Savior, for the knowledge and immortality you have given us through him. Hear Hear us, O Lord, for the the glory of your name. Make us humble of heart. Help us to serve one another out of reverence for Christ. Hear Hear us, O Lord, for the glory of your name. Pour out your Spirit on us, your servants. Make us sincere in our love for each other. Hear Hear us, O Lord, for the glory of your name. You instructed man to labor and to exercise dominion over the earth. May our work honor you and sanctify our brothers and sisters. Hear Hear us, O Lord, for the glory of your name. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but to deliver us from evil. Increase in us, Lord, the faith you have given us, and bring to a harvest worthy of heaven the praise we offer you at the beginning of this new day. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's not too late to reach out and respond. You can pledge online at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Of course, you can always call 877-291-0123. Help us meet that need of $2.7 million. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I hope to see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.